This is the Word of God from the household of David Church. It is a message designed to raise men after God's own heart. Listen and be blessed. Hallelujah. Let's read something from 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7. I want to start speaking on excellent spirits. Hallelujah. 2 Timothy 1, 7, the Bible says, For God has not given us the spirit of fear. Say no. no. <laughs> Hallelujah. Wherever you see fear, God is not present. God has never given us the spirit of fear. So a Christian is not supposed to live in fear of anything. That's the Bible says, perfect Lord cast out fear. Hallelujah. Fear indicates that something is wrong with your walk with God. So until Adam sinned, he was never afraid to fellowship with God. When you think about God or you think about Satan and you're afraid, something is wrong somewhere. Hallelujah. God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of what? Let's say it together loud. That's not how to say power. Say it like you know what power is. And what's the next thing? And what's the next one? Hallelujah. When you check the spirit of a Christian, your human spirit. So we have the Holy Spirit and you have human spirit. So the Holy Spirit dwells in your spirit. It does not dwell in your body except by your spirit, of course. It does not dwell in your mind except by your spirit. But the Holy Spirit dwells in your spirit because you are a spirit being. Man is a spirit. God created man as a spirit. He gave you flesh and blood for you to function here or not. Hallelujah. So there is more to what you can touch and what you can see. You have the ability to function in the realm of the spirit. Because man is a spirit. So the Bible says, when you look at the spirit of a man, you see, once you are born again, these three things are present in you. There is power, there is love, and there is sound mind. Say amen. amen. Hallelujah. We are going to look at two men. Old Testament, all the experience, uh, they were limited in what they could press into, but we can learn some things from them. God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power. So every Christian has this indwelling, there is the power of God at work in you, of love. We are not capable of hating people and forming impressions about people. Hallelujah. I'm surprised when Christians do these things. There is a name they don't want to hear. Once they mention that name, they, 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 they lose it. But that's not the spirit of a Christian. Of love. Of power. Of a sound mind. Ability to take quality decisions. So it all started in No Testament. Solomon prayed one day. And he said, Lord, give me wisdom. He actually said, Lord, help me to discern between good and bad. And that's a very powerful prayer. Glory to God. And that's the first King chapter 3. Let's run and read. Maybe we start from around verse 8 to 9. Is it first King or second? First King 3. I want to read a little about Solomon. It will help us to understand what we are saying. Hallelujah. 
Glory to God. He said, this is Solomon. He started praying. Now, this is the middle of his prayer. Thy servant is in the midst of thy people which thou hast chosen. A great people that cannot be numbered nor counted for multitude. Next verse. Give therefore thy servant an understanding heart to judge thy people that I may discern between good and bad. For who is able to judge this thy so great a people? And the speech pleased the Lord. <laughs> what a wonderful thing to say something in prayer that pleases God. But you know we can always do that when we pray in the spirit. Because the Holy Spirit will pray through you saying things that are pleasing to God. But when you pray, you understand, you might pray amiss. This word that I may discern between good and bad, it's a very solid prayer. The Bible said the art of a wise man studies times and season. It might look good to go to America, but it might be a bad decision. Solomon being trained by David Buster, he wasn't talking about the mundane things, the rudimentary things of life. As a, as a prince, heir apparent to the throne, or whatever got him there, as somebody born by King David, he must have been trained to know collecting bribes is bad. This one is bad. But those are the things that people understand to be bad. But Solomon was praying for something deeper. Because there are things we know that are bad. That's not the issue. But there are decisions. Uh, Victor, it is easy to know that uh, it is, uh, the if, if it is between um, Wale that is not born again, and Shola, that is spirit filled. That a lady wants to say yes to. But it becomes difficult. What is between Larry, that is spirit filled, and Dakwa, that is over spirit filled? <laughs> Hallelujah. The two of them are very nice, wonderful, good job. They look handsome, and you are confused. Between going to UK or America or Canada or staying in Nigeria. Solomon recognized that some decisions will face you. Thank God he prayed that prayer. Shortly after that, two women came and they are slept on their, one, one lost a, a child and the other one that the child was alive, there was a swell and the whole problem. Nobody could resolve that issue logically. Hallelujah. But Solomon had prayed that, Lord, help me to know the difference between good and bad. That means he was asking for iron light, like a laser beam. Let me be able to see beyond what others see in taking decision. Beyond what others see in taking decision. And God granted it. So when those two women were talking, Solomon was looking at them. Oh, believers all over the world, we need the spirit of wisdom. That is what I'm talking about, excellent spirit. You know, the Bible says that in Proverbs chapter 12, verse 26, the righteous is more excellent than his neighbor. It's our inheritance. It's not what some Christians should have. Every Christian ought to be excellent. If you are a father, you should be excellent in leading the family. If you are a businessman, you should be excellent with your products. And in how you judge, how you lead the affairs of your business. If you are working in office, they should know. In Daniel chapter 5, Daniel was a man under the Old Testament. But in Daniel chapter 5, in verse 11, when the finger wrote on the wall and everybody was confused, the queen came in and he said in verse 11, he said that there is a man in your kingdom. Ah, what a, look at the CV they gave that there is a man in your kingdom. A woman is a spirit of the only gods. She didn't know how to say Jehovah because Jehovah was strange to her. She was an idol worshiper. So she said that the gods, she understood that there was something beyond ordinary at work in Daniel. And look at what, how if your boss can say this about you. Look at what he said. He said, in the days of thy father, light and understanding and wisdom, like the wisdom of the gods, was found in him. He said, whom your father, I said thy father, made master of magicians. 
Look, the, the king saw Daniel. He made him master of magicians, astrologers, and the rest. And Daniel was not a magician. All of them were just undying. Because the king saw a display of an uncommon wisdom. Then the woman said that, look at what she said in verse 12. For as much as an excellent spirit and of knowledge and of understanding, interpreting of dreams, showing of hard sentences and dissolving of doubts were found in the same Daniel. Everybody say this is serious. If a colleague at work should talk to Daniel, something bothering you, I don't know whether I should say this to my uncle or not, if Daniel should talk with you after a conversation with Daniel, you will see clearly what you should do. That's mean of dissolving of doubts. Any issue you are, you are any, you want to choose a career, you are wondering, should I do masters or do certifications? Which one? When you talk with Daniel for five minutes, you will know what to do immediately after. The doubt will dissolve. Light will shine. You know what? What a man. Then he said, interpreting dreams. When you tell Daniel about your future plan, he will tell you steps to take that. This is how to get there. But what I'm trying to say to us tonight, that which Daniel had, we have. I said that which Daniel had, we have. Is somebody happy to hear that? Yes, Hallelujah. Yes, In fact, greater than Daniel is here. Yes. Oh, by the time you start calling out what is inside. Praise the Lord. Things can be inside you and you might, you might never bring them out. So you see Christian pray, oh God, help me, oh God. And God you, are, you are bigger than those kinds of prayer. This why it's important to understand who is a man that is in Christ. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So, now, by saying that the righteous is more excellent than his neighbor in Proverbs 12, 26, it's an indication that everyone that is born again, now, anyone that is born again is righteous. You know, some Christians don't know that. When they say in the office that, let a righteous man raise his say, ah, no, no, nobody is righteous. That is not true. If you are in Christ, you are righteous. You might not be doing everything correctly. There is what is called the righteousness of Christ. By being born again, you've been washed by the blood of the Lamb. The Father sees you through Jesus Christ. So in the sight of God, every Christian is righteous. Say amen. Amen. Did you get that? Praise the Lord. (laughs) Hallelujah. So I'm saying that righteousness is different from right doing or right living. Righteousness should produce right living. Some are not living right, even though they've been made right, but that's a serious problem. But everybody has been given the gift of righteousness once we are born again. Christ brought the gift, so it's a gift. Romans chapter 5, that's what it says, so it's a gift. Are you with me? Praise the Lord. That gift comes by you believing. Abraham believed, Bible says Abraham believed God and it was counted for righteousness. So once you believe, it's given to you. Once you believe in Jesus Christ. Are you following me? So that's what, when the Bible says the righteous is more excellent, it's talking about you. That you are more excellent. Say amen. amen. Hallelujah. So the queen said this about Daniel. And truly, when Daniel was caught, they were not disappointed. Daniel didn't say that, ah, madam, ah, you said all this about me. <laughs> I don't know how to interpret dreams. No, the guy just came and he read the handwriting because the woman was right. There was an excellent spirit in him. When they got to chapter 6, the Bible said the king wanted to appoint people again. 120 people. And he made three people to be president over that. And the Bible said Daniel was number one. And the Bible gave the reason for there was an excellent spirit. Daniel chapter 6. It will start from verse 1. Verse 2 precisely. There was, so the king said over three, whom Daniel was forced. The prince might give account and the king should suffer no die. Verse 3. 
This Daniel was preferred above all presidents, above the president and princes, because an excellent spirit was in him. And the king was like, maybe I should just set this guy over. This that we are talking about, it is perceivable. If you have it, or if it's at work here because you already have it as a Christian, everybody will perceive it. The king just said, okay, first appointed 120. So let three people lead this 120. Then, by the time it was only called three, one, two, three, Daniel was one of the three. Then he said, let one of them leave this three, and it was Daniel again. And I said, because there was an excellent spirit. This is awesome. I know I can't finish this tonight. They said, the king saw an excellent spirit. So when Solomon was praying, he understood this. That Lord, I need a wise and a discerning art to understand the difference between good and evil. Listen to me. Life, most issues in life, they are not black or white. Many times they are, they are mixed up. It takes higher light to separate them. I have seen people who started a business in a particular city as it were boom, they moved to another city and lost everything. I have seen people who asked somebody to join them in their business and everything went down. And I've seen people who asked somebody to join them and it went up. If you are not functioned by higher light, you will think this is a game of chances, but it is not true. We can be guided from within. Praise the Lord. Are you with me? There is a turn that you make and changes your life. Either for good or for bad. So Solomon recognized this. He looked at the people who was going to be the shepherd or the king over and said, these are great people. I must understand times and season. The difference between good and bad. The two guys might look nice. Once you go for the one that is not going to lead you to your promised land, it's a bad decision. However good the guy appears. It's a Christian, it's nice. The marriage will look good, but destiny is lost. You will begin to, what you should have become. So Solomon knew what he was saying very well. When he knew that his father David had this thing between him and God. David will worship and worship and he will over, pursue, overtake and recover. He knew that David had the ability to hear and the key to that, I, I have to be led. And that night God appeared. Bible said the spirit pleased the Lord. Oh, if you go for wisdom. No wonder I wrote it. I said wisdom is the principal thing. Get wisdom. When God heard what he said, he said you have enemies, you are not praying about enemies. Oh, sometimes it's good for Christians to understand that there are things you can ask God that will take care of things you are not asking him. Say amen. amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Oh, that's wonderful. There are things you can ask God that will take care of things you are not asking him. Praise the Lord. <laughs> oh, glory to God. So, Solomon said, give me this. And God told him three things that he did not ask for. God is awesome. Can you imagine that God commended Solomon for not asking, for not asking three things. And those three things are what Nigerian church is praying about. He said, you did not ask for riches. You did not ask for long life. And you did not ask for the life of your enemy. And God commended Solomon for that. That you did not. He said, so you know what? Plus wisdom. You are wealth. You have long life. And you, all the things he did ask, they are the things we are asking. But these are the prayers people are praying. In fact, when you want to get Africans to say a louder amen, when you say that, praise the Lord, amen, say that if you want to see the end of this year, shout it. Everybody. Death is so near to us that we fear. And then people pray for riches. And then, this is the most common now, lies of their enemies. All those who are against me, die, die, die. 
And God looked at Solomon and said, that, you didn't ask any of these three things. Don't you think God is still commanding those who are not bothered about those three things? He said, Lord, give me something that will bless your people. And God said, oh, you are concerned about my people, not about yourself. The Bible said, the speech pleased the Lord. I imagine God spinned on his throne that, wow, this is awesome. He told the angel, did you hear what this boy asked for? This is awesome. And God said, you know what, tell him. <laughs> you will have wealth. You have long life. And no enemy will conquer you. Even when they turned away from God, enemies couldn't conquer him. God gave it to him. And in the evening, these two women came. <laughs> and when they presented their case, everybody was wondering, what would the king do? And he said, get me a sword. Get me a sword. He said, divide the living child into two. Of course, the impostor said, eh, yes. Divide it. As all of us said, you can't beat the mother. <laughs> it was too obvious. And the Bible says that that news went around town. And everybody began to relate to him or at that level from that day. The news went around that the new king in town, you can't fake anything before the guy. Wisdom promotes and it gives back to popularity. Are you, are you, are you with me? Little, simple, simple decisions that we face every day. They matter or make who you are, what your business is, what your family is, and all those things. They do. I have seen also, I remember this guy that just went, traveled out, and the next thing he got, to, with, got into the hands of a strange woman. Just called the wife and told the two kids and said, you know what, look for another man, I'm not coming back again, I'm not interested in marriage again. He was an intercessor in this church when he left. If only somebody had told him, don't go. It is not every opportunity that will be a blessing at the end of the day. The heart of a wise man studies time and season. I have seen how somebody was working a job that was stable. Let's say he was receiving like 450 per month. And then there was a politician that, that, that just came and got an office and invited him over. Started by maybe like 1.2, but within four years, the party was over. The, the guy lost and everything. And he had to lay off all the staff. And there was nothing to do again. There is a way that seems right to a man. But when the excellent spirit is at work within, you see beyond what people can see. If that guy was told by somebody else that, hey, stay with your job, don't worry. Why left? Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. I know a lady that was a bank manager also went into music because saw that people were making money in, in the entertainment industry. People, you know, you think that it is always easy on the other side. But it's not so. Oh, praise God. <laughs> By the time she came back, after she lost all her money, they had to give her like three rows below where she was before to start. Out of compassion. Because it was good to a lot of leaders there. So you just said, we just have to help you. But you can't have that position again. People move from one line of business to another and they lose everything. And I've seen this many times. Hallelujah. So that made the guy to pray. But here we are in Christ. God has given us sound mind. <laughs> Hallelujah. When we reason out something, we come, we come, we come up with a solid, never say again that I don't know what to do. If the answer is yet to come, keep quiet, but don't say I don't know what to do. Listen, are, the issue can look big and mysterious. One flash of wisdom from within, you will know what to do. You can, you have the ability to simplify a complex situation as a Christian. Praise the Lord. I'll read the scripture and I'll close with the first Corinthians chapter 1. 
Let's start from around that verse 20, 21 or thereabouts. I want to tell you something. I'll show you something from there. Are you there? For after that the word, the wisdom of God, the word by his wisdom knew not God. He pleased God by the foolishness of preaching. Verse 22, 23. For the Jew requires sign, but we preach Christ crucified unto the Jews stumbling block, unto Greeks foolishness. Next verse. But unto them that are called, both Jews and Greeks, Christ, the power of God and the wisdom of God. Say amen. amen. Hallelujah. Christ, the power of God and the wisdom of God. Colossians chapter 2 verse 3. Let's read something from there. I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'm showing you what is in you. Colossians 2 3. The Bible says, In whom are hid all treasures of wisdom and Let's start from, a, uh, from verse, verse 2. Their heart might be comforted in love unto all riches, full assurance of understanding to the acknowledgement of, of the mystery of God, God the Father, of the Father, and of Christ. In Him, in whom are hid all, <laughs> anything called wisdom, everything is in Christ. Now Christ is in you. Say amen. amen. Hallelujah. They came to, see, the major part of Christian work is to learn to yield to the Spirit of God and what He has accomplished or what is working in you, what Christ has accomplished, to you, to be able to, it's like there is something inside, but there is a man outside. Can you just fall back in and let that thing take control of you? That's, that, that's the way it is. Inside Christ that is in you, all treasures of wisdom, oh, we don't need philosophical or motivational books. A Christian, we are meant to read, no doubt about that, but without, we already have this wisdom in us. That's what I'm trying to say. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. There is a wisdom that is from above and is superior to other wisdom. James talked about in James chapter 3 from verse 16. There is a wisdom that is from above and that's the one we operate by. And every Christian, you have it in you. It begins with you acknowledge the good things that are you in Christ Jesus. Begin to affirm it that it is true. Can I hear amen? They came to meet this man of God. It's all you know, but I don't want to mention it. Superior wisdom is powerful. Sometimes, it's not that you say something unusual. It's just that there is an anointing of what you say that makes everybody bind to it. Have you ever, have you ever wondered when Joseph was telling Pharaoh, Egyptians are not Christian, but the story of Joseph is recorded in Egypt right now. You know, it amazes me. Anyway, you know, you can't help a skeptic, and I don't bother to talk to them. When some people doubt the Bible, Egypt is not it's an Islamic nation, but they, are, they recognize the fact that the Israelites crossed the Red Sea truly. You have some scientists that make say it's not true. Egyptians, they demonstrated when through Abu Jerusalem embassy, they demonstrated. But in their record book, it is there that the Israelites crossed the sea and they drowned. It's there. It is there in Egypt that Joseph gave them a solution that ended hunger. It is there. And they are not Christians. So they are not trying to favor Christians. They know it is to call the record history. You know, civilization once started from Egypt. So they could write that time. So they wrote everything now. So in their, in, in their like, library, of, in the archives over there, they have the record of Red Sea and what Joseph did. Because it's history. It's happened for real. Glory to God. Praise the Lord. Are you, are you with me? Somewhere, this man... So sometimes, it's not saying something new. So Joseph was saying that in seven years' time, there will be famine. And he told them what to do. Can you imagine? And the king crowned him. 
for what will happen in seven years. In Nigeria, we tell you that, well, let's wait till then. Then we shall know whether we will do or not. How can you say that all of us will be there before me in seven years and I will start giving you money? But you see, when the wisdom is working, people buy into it without being able to explain. Are you following me? So the kings, it happened in Yoruba land just about some years back. The kings, the, the person that was the head of traditional rulers that time, all that traditional rulers gang up against the person that he was there for too long and that he should leave. And he came to see a man. He just came to talk with the pastor, a younger person, and the pastor said, well, ah. the pastor just prayed in tongues and the thing rose from inside that. After the, Jesus functioned by that many times. Don't be quick to say yes or no. Sometimes give an answer that attacks the root of that problem. Did you get that? Everybody that Jesus said, are you the son of God? He never said yes or no. Jesus will look beyond what you're asking him to where the question is coming from. So, that was what, so the man said, so the man said, I don't know what to do. They want me to desire as the head of traditional land. And the pastor just prayed for you. Just said that. He said, oh, this is the wisdom of God. Go back and tell that it's okay. You are willing to resign. But that's on one condition. Let them show you will take over from you and you hand over to the person. Everybody says superior wisdom. They went to have a meeting. They fought on to one of them. said, you know what? Instead of you, let the guy continue. And that was it. When it got to, you know, man, this can be selfish. You unite because there's a common enemy. But when that enemy is no more there, all of you will become enemies. So when they say, okay, I'm willing to hand over. Just show me who I'm going to hand over to. They went to have a meeting without who, who will be the next the successor, and they started. And they dragged and they dragged and they dragged and they unanimously you know what? If we cannot agree, let the man continue. And the man came back to the pastor. Is it like this? Said that is what is called supernatural. If you had said, well, you see this one, they will fight you. Wisdom. How many times do people get your office? They get trapped. Are you also, you are like them. You don't know what to do. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Even when they asked the wise men in Babylon to be killed. The Bible said, with wisdom, Daniel spoke to Ariok. And Ariok gave Daniel extra days to grand pray. There is no issue that wisdom. I have seen how mother-in-laws have been demystified by women who pray to supernatural wisdom. Completely demystified. Some things, when you say them in the morning, they can be a problem. But when you say them in the evening, the same thing, the same way, might not be a problem. That's why the art of a wise man studies time and season. Sometimes you are told to just keep quiet and say nothing right now. And that's it. You just say nothing. And at times you are told to speak immediately and do something about this situation. Oh, glory to God. It's amazing. One day they were building. This one actually happened in, it happened in uh, uh, Faith Tabernacle. When they were building the auditorium, the people that were building, there was a bulldozer they were using. They, had, they forgot to do something that was supposed to be done. When they brought the bulldozer again and they are constructed, they couldn't enter. They were to bring that part of the building to be able to enter because the top was just ambition. They were just coming. Now, these, these are top, top, top building engineers. They were wondering that which part will remove to be able to do this. It just came down from me. They were just singing a song and reason just came down. No, look at the height. You just need a little. They flayed the tire. Use a smaller car to drag the tractor in. Deflate the tire, drag the tractor in. Then inflate the tire again. Do what you want to do. Deflate it, bring it out. All the white people there, you know, they were shocked that why didn't we think about this? If you didn't arrive that time, they will bring that a part of the building, waste money. The Spirit of God can help you. There are <laughs> many times we waste money on things we ought not to waste money on. You can buy something with money, but you can also buy things with wisdom. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. 
Oh, glory to God. <laughs> in one office, everybody by December will go and stand around the MD. And he was such a generous man. He would always give to all the staff December. And there was the messenger who just taught a spirit-filled Christian. Christianity is sweet when we walk with the Lord. You start having supernatural encounters. It, it's amazing how the Lord wants to be our shepherd, but we don't want to follow. Because we feel we know the way. Simple thing. You know what he did? Everybody was waiting, and the man would give them, but just said, no, this man has been generous to all of us. The thing came from with that. This is how you should do your own thing. He went to buy a gift. Very, very low-class gift. And he entered the MD's office, and he said, sir, you give to everybody December. I just want to give this gift to you. You know, people that are truly great, they're also very intelligent. The man sat back, and he said that in years of being the MD, nobody... He said, he expect me to give that. He said, I do it joyfully. He said, but I'm surprised that a messenger is giving me. He said, you are giving me a gift. I know what he said. He said, you know what? Now, they told him that he put his money somewhere and they did a raffle and they said he won, he won a duplex in an estate. He said, I've not even gone to see that. The key is for my PA. He said, tell the PA to give you the key. I'll give you the house. But when the guy went there, he didn't know what kind of... When he got there and he saw the house, he ran back and he was waiting on the floor. And the man said, oh, I just remember that every December... I have a pact with the, those who supply me furniture. Every time they come to pack the furniture out, poverty is bad. Though. A poor man will use it until all the chairs will break. He said they pack out all the furniture and they bring in new one. Every I just figured out that you might not be able to furnish that house. He said so. I, I'm telling instead of them returning it to their workshop, they should take it to your house, the one they will take out. He became a landlord overnight. God is not a man. It is only if you have never seen a miracle before that you doubt one. Some of us have seen too many that it is impossible to doubt. If I want to doubt, it is impossible. I will have to deceive myself to start doubting what I've seen God do. Do you want to talk about miracles of healing? Or what about miracles of supply? Do you want to talk about what, which one? Which one? Or protection? I was traveling when people jumped down say, with a uh, double barrel rifle and then stopped at the front of the car, looked at me, and then jumped into the full bus and drove away. Do you want to, which one do we mention? Somebody came for service here the other day and I was praying. Ovariances. Now, this is a top shot in our company. Went back. The doctor just gave her a report that she had ovariances. And I said, go back and check. She went back there and the thing was not there again. Since that time, now two years have come and gone on nothing. It will take us extra faith to doubt God. Because I've seen him at work too many times. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. His wisdom is at work in you. Hallelujah. He is at work in you. Shall God has not given me the spirit of fear but of power of love and of sound mind. In Jesus' name, my mind is sound. I know what to do at all times. I have access to supernatural wisdom. In the name of Jesus Christ, shout a living amen. amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Blessed be your name. Blessed be your name. Oh, thank you. Blessed be your name. If you let this thing walk in you, there's no limitation to this. 
The spirit of God is excellent. He's an excellent spirit. And he dwells in us. If we allow him. If we do. If we do. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. If you live on the praise of men, you are in trouble. Are you getting what I'm saying? That's the truth. They told Jesus that if you are the son of God, come down. God has chosen that people should believe by the preaching. There is an anointing in preaching. When God does a miracle, he can open some hearts. But majority, when Jesus was being crucified, where were the people that saw the miracles that happened? Have you ever asked the question, where were the 5,000 people that hurt when Jesus multiplied bread? Why did they defend him? That is man. The same people that Moses parted Red Sea for took stone to stone Moses. Is somebody blessed tonight? Hallelujah. Thank you for listening to the teaching. We believe you have been blessed. Worship with us at David's Court, number 25 Mojidi Street, off Towing Street, Ikeja, Lagos. On Sundays, our first service starts by 8 a.m. and our second service by 10 a.m. While our midweek service starts by 7 p.m. on Wednesdays. Go and do great things. God bless you.